You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech, featuring a weekly roundup of tech news and gossip. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Yo! <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that last one was funny. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, of course. Uh, the show we break down nerd culture, tech news from a black geek perspective. As always, I'm your host, Joe Braswell, alongside with my other co-hosts, Akili Shine. How you doing, Akili? I'm good, man. How you been? I'm good, man. Just ripping and running, man. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy I don't know if we started a podcast that doesn't start with you ripping and running. I know, man. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of moving and grooving, ripping and running. I know. A lot, a lot of week. it. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. Yeah. That, that, that's what we're here to do. Well, we're here to, uh, we had a week off because of, of Labor Day. Um, what'd you do? Did you do anything? You work? Cause you're yeah. always working. I had a, I had a, I had a labor someday on Labor Day. You're supposed to be hey. not, it's supposed to be not working on Labor Day. No, man, not I'm young. I'm young. I'm supposed to be working. Okay. I gotta get these millions. Yeah, I see. Well, well I'm old. And uh, <laughs> I guess I am working too. So, uh, cool. Well, um, what did I do? Oh, no, I didn't work. I didn't work at all. I did a lot of like sitting around. Chilling? Sipping? A lot of sipping. Yes, okay. I sipped a lot. Uh, yes, sir. Let's jump into these topics today. There's a lot, um, happening. Before we get started, I do want to say, um, you know, there is, uh, I want to give acknowledgement to, uh, Joan Rivers who did pass away. Uh, she's kind of a, a extended friend of the program and, um, you know, uh, you know, my, my business partner, Steve, our, our partner, Steve works with her every, every, very closely every day. She's a legend. Um, 81 years young. I mean, she did it to the end and has broken so many barriers for, for, for females and female comedians and, and, and media. So it is, I'd be remiss not mentioning, uh, Joan Rivers and rest in sure. peace. Yeah, for, for sure. So, um, now before we get into, let's get into, uh, some tech news here. Um, there's a story that I like that's very interesting that really talks about the idea of, you know, robot cars is something we've been talking about for a while. And, uh, the idea of the, the Google driverless car and the future of these, of, of these smart cars, not mm-hmm. smart cars as small, but smart cars and cars that will be able to drive around and sense things around. And we already have the cars that, you know, when you're falling asleep will wake you up or kind of know what's around you. The GPS is prevalent. Google's already on this very, very heavily with the driverless car. So we're looking to a future now where the cars and the GPS and the cars will be able to basically press a button and it'll take you home or do whatever. Right. So with that, and that's not that far away. Like that, 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 that technology is here now. Absolutely. But just in terms of implementing it into what our, our day-to-day society is what we're talking about. So with that comes a question of ethics. And then there's something that you don't often think about mm-hmm. because oftentimes we talk about the technology curve is ahead of the legal curve is the of the whatever curve, but there's an ethics curve in there too. For instance, um, the, the question is, you know, how do you program ethics into a car and whose responsibility is that? Yeah. Let me give you an example. So the car, you're, you're in your driverless car and you're chilling and you're, you're half asleep. The car's barreling down the road mm-hmm. in a tunnel and a kid walks in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. There's a kid there. Now, the car's choice is to either run over the, run over the kid and kill the kid yeah. or swerve into a wall, possibly killing you. Right. 
what's the car to do? Right. And more importantly, who programs that? Is it a manufacturer's thing to do that? Is that the technology? Is that you? Is that a waiver? Like, and, and if it does, like, who, well, it's, it's a lot. Like, yeah. What do you What do you think about I mean, this? I, I think I think we're you know approaching. You know the, the time where where you know technology has agency over itself, and I think that's exactly what the arguments are. Like like, does technology have the sophistication to make those type of decisions? And then you talk about ethics. Like yeah, what's the what's the right or wrong in a scenario like that? Like like what's the what's the lesser evil? Right. Um, and I, I I think you know the, the equivalent is to, to like if someone's on um, life support. Like is it the doc, doc, doctor's choice to pull the plug? Is it the the patient's choice? Is it the is it the family's choices? I think that's kind of similar to this. Like my argument would be, I think it's the driver's choice. And I don't know how they would do it technologically if you would program that car based on that driver's set of ethics. Well, that, that's kind of what we're talking about. Almost like almost like a you know a donor card when you're when you on your license, like you say, okay, well if I go, you can take all my all my organs. It's right. very similar. Like in this situation, I prefer to be second to uh, or whatever human. Mm-hmm. Then again, what if a dog's walking across the street? Right. Like, I mean, do you, you know, like what what is the ethics? And then and in, in, in your scenario with the with the with the uh life support situation, it, it's very similar to that, but also imagine if there were a robot or something, if you were that, that monitored your health mm-hmm. and were able to say, Well, he ain't gonna make it. So <laughs> like what like who's you know like I'm just being efficient. Sorry. Sure. So I don't know. It's really it's 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 interesting. It's However, like, I do think what's dope about about this topic, at least with the the um the humanless driving cars or whatever is that I think that the technology is faster than how faster than the human brain. So there is yeah. like a split second decision that needs to be made. I think the car would make a, a more accurate choice right. in terms of survivability for, for either the kid or for you yes. than you could. Right. Like your, our reaction speeds is much slower than you know, right. computing power. And it'll, and it'll so, have a data like there was a 37.2% chance <laughs> that I was, the kid was going to live or that you were going to live. So this is what happened. And the, For sure. The, 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 the conditions of the road were such that blah, 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 blah. I mean, like, it'll, that sounds like a movie. It, that's, that's, it does. It sounds like, it sounds like a premise for a movie. You Seriously. Know? Um, so very interesting stuff, but like, you know, I, we, and we can, this, this is a topic onto itself that we can probably do an hour on. Absolutely. There's so many things involving, you know, where we, where we're going in, in the ethics of technology, the ethics of, you know, uh, handing handing over technology. This is the argument against like the you know human beings mm-hmm. doing stuff versus handing things over to technology. I mean, I don't want Watson deciding you know uh, <laughs> what, you know some some stuff for me that like you know I mean, the cars are already doing that. Like with the, the I think the braking system. Like yeah. if you're get, getting too close to a car, uh-huh. or it'll swerve out the way or it'll, yeah. it'll break for you. Sure. Like I mean, it's already making those type yeah, of decisions. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm like I'm already a bad backseat driver. I'm like I was gonna break. <laughs> like <laughs> how you know I was gonna do Watson. <laughs> Joe Braswell, I got this. So shut up, kid. Uh, you know, but like I got it. All right, so it's interesting. So we'll, we'll we'll see how that plays out, but we'll we'll definitely keep an eye on that and that story because it's 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 you know it's, it's something that we have to deal with. Yeah. Um, let's segue into something that I'm very all, interested in, which is the iPhone six. Um, I mean, look, every year the iPhone drops, and every year. Um, there's some sort of leak, some sort of, some sort of leak in, in some capacity. And this year, um, there's a pretty significant, I don't know if, it, if it's a leak or what, but there's, there's some pretty, uh, looks real to me. I can never tell what's real or fake, but, uh, some very, um, convincing video of the new iPhone 6, not only of what it looks like and, but like completely broken down and dissected and everything else. And, right. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, first of all, you know, what do you think if this is all true? What do you think of the phone? And second of all, what do you think of these folks who were able to go in and sort of like, you know, 
the, the hacker culture that says, you know, we want to know first. I mean, I, I think the phone um, will definitely have some some technological advancements. I'm not sure if it's going to be that much different than, you know, the, the latest model. And especially for the price point that it's going to be. I think they're saying a thousand bucks. Like huh? A thousand bucks. That's what I read. Yeah, a thousand dollars, U.S. dollars. Yes, I believe. I believe that's correct. Wow. And so I don't. I mean, I don't know if if the jump is that. Oh, hell to the knob. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you gotta you gotta drop that in more often, especially when Joe's talking. <laughs> Thank you, Alexis. I love that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hell to the knob. A thousand dollars. I believe that's accurate. This, I, this I might may be get me. This may get me off the Apple train now. <laughs> And then, I mean, in terms of the hacking culture, like I, I believe it's hacked. I believe, I mean, somewhere in China, somewhere, somebody got a hold of something. Yeah. And so, I mean, it, it's very plausible that you know that video is legit. Well, um, we're talking about uh, we're talking about a larger, much larger screen, cl- closer to the galaxy. Uh, we're talking about a thinner, you know, thinner um, iPhone itself. The actual body is is a lot thinner. Yeah. But the screen's a lot bigger. Yeah. Uh, the power buttons on the side now, which is cool. With the volume, um, they're really they're they're really taking advantage of and really deepening this whole the, the thumbprint technology. Yeah. Do you use the f- thumbprint on the five all the time? You, you do for real? Yeah, I use it all the time. Wow. I use it. I mean, like right now, I am true. I, I use it all the time. So you're in the system, okay? Ah, you you in the system? Yeah, somewhere Apple Apple is uh, doing a biometric map of me right now. <laughs> I've already they're cloning me right now somewhere in, in Cooper Cupertino or Cooper, Cupertino, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm in the system, so we'll see. Uh, and well, their next story talks about really getting in the system because yeah, that, that it's it's interesting. And now that they're, what they're talking about is um, what, what what's uh, Apple's really talking about implementing. They're talking to uh, Visa and mm-hmm. American Express and Bank Mastercard, of America yeah. and Mastercard mm-hmm. and the banks and Chase and all these other folks. And they're really talking about getting a system where, you know, the the, the whole notion of the 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 iPhone as your wallet yeah. has been around for a long time. There's apps that I use like like Keyring. I don't know if you use that app. I use Keyring all the time, which mm-hmm. has all your Vons Club cards and all your club cards in there. Yeah. And then of course Starbucks has your Starbucks app. I use that yeah. all the time. Uh, there's all these different apps you I use. Mean, I mean, I mean, not to cut you off, but I mean, you know, Apple is not the first to do the, do this. So we had this argument about you know Android phones versus right. Apple phones. Who's is better? Like Android devices have been had this this technology for at least three years. Right. Like Google Wallet is is not a, not a, a new thing. So sure. this is kind of like like Apple's almost late with this. To yeah. be honest. No, I agree. But as but as always, Apple's going to do it better. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> no, no, but uh, no, but well, you know, but the, well, the question is not whether Apple does it better. Is the question is you know do we want this information? And just right, so we're talking right, right. about Apple's trying to implement this new um, Apple wallet, if you will, which will have a system where your Visa cards, mm-hmm. your bank cards and every every point of purchase system you have, you can just sort of wave your iPhone to right. it and keep it moving. Now, um, there's a lot of systems that are already kind of like that in place now, like, like you know, but it requires a lot of the retailers to sort of put in like these, you know, for the, the infrastructure. Imp- yeah. yeah, the infrastructure yeah. to be able to support this. Now, larger retailers, no problem. Smaller mom and pops, you know, yeah, it, it might be, be more, more difficult. More challenging. But the idea of you walking up and, and then because of the technology with your thumbprint, right. you know, it, it, the, the, the authentication of the, your thumbprint so you can't, anybody just can't roll up on your phone and start charging stuff. Uh, the idea being like you have your thumbprint, you can you know. I'm sure, there's, I'm sure there's ways. Only I can authenticate. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, kind of like this. I mean, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it that far off from me pulling out my wallet. I have to pull out my phone. Like, what's the difference? Like, the workflow is the same. I, well, for me, like I have like so I, I have an issue with like 
just care. I, I don't carry a wallet anymore. So I just have my iPhone is in my wallet. Okay. Uh, you know, no, it is. I don't. Like, my iPhone, I have, I have my ID. I have one of those cases where my ID and my credit card, I only have two, an ID and a credit card. That's gotcha. all I have. And so I just slide those into my case and that's all, that's how I roll these days. I don't gotcha. need, you know, cause I mean, I don't, back in the day, I used to have a giant wallet with yeah. like all kind of mess in there and business cards and cars and, I had like sciatic, you know, <laughs> happening on my, you know, all. So now it's just cool, and you know, you know, I, I know, I know, you know, I've been, you know, it's hard like having all these uh, stuff. So I just have one thing. I pull it out. Even that's difficult. My True. jeans, my jeans be hella tight. Oh no! <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 kinda... I rock like like skinny, skinny jeans. <laughs> but like, I mean, I, I think this this is really speaking towards us moving even more so to a cashless society. Right. But what scares me is if you lose your phone, right. like, what are you going to do? You're out and about, like, you just say you don't have a wallet, you don't have, you put your ID with your phone, sure. you lose that joint, what you going to do? Don't lose your phone. Man, you, but you, you'll be out of luck. You'll be, you'll be like in a, never in a tough lose spot. my phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I lose my phone all the time. But like, yeah, no, it's, it's tough. But, but, but I would always, but me, cause I'm a king of losing shit stuff. Uh, excuse me. I lose my wallet. I lose my wallet all the time. Right, wallet. Right. Or stuff would fall out of the wallet. I would lose it all the time. Then the phone. So I don't know. It's kind of like it, you know. Look, you. This is your lifeline. Hold on to it. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I I definitely see the the point. I definitely see the, you know, the problems. But I like it. So I, mean, I, I think it's cool. And and for you know all the Apple apologists, I think the the argument is that Apple will go into a space and make the make the uh, the, the the usability of it much better. So right. they're not inventing this t- technology; they're just going to make it better. And so that's yet to be seen. But hopefully, you know, it'll it'll be a change the gamer. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. Uh, a CT a CTGer. <laughs> um, so uh, in the sequel Apple, let's let, let's move on. Sequel Apple the. Um, uh, the leaks, the, the iCloud leaks that caused, um, these nude photos to come up of Kate Upton and most notably, uh, uh, J-Law, Jennifer Lawrence, um, is something called, you know, my, my, my iPad just died, so I forget what the, I forget what the actual, the bug was called. I think it's called iBrute. Yeah. Was the actual, iBrute, iBrute was a, was a bug that was in, in, in iCloud that allowed it, it really was it was as part of the uh the uh the find your phone mechanism yeah. so there's a there's a back door in find your phone that it, the hackers found yeah well what happened is like typically when you log into say your your your, your phone lock you mm-hmm. do it more than like three or four times it locks right. and it locks you out for a certain amount of time however with the find my phone you could do it unlimited times and so you could just oh. keep going keep going oh that one didn't work out until you found one right and so that was the loophole and so they just finally you know closed that down right but they, they closed that loophole yeah. and and then find it. so that and that's the way in for the hackers. Man, these hackers, man, they they, they find it all. Like man. whatever little thing they can exploit, anything's hackable. And then, uh, well, they and they they like the you know on the, on the Reddit boards and some of the boards. I think I saw like a one guy's like the fun's over. Apple's <laughs> closed the loop. And it's like these guys. But I will say, I might have taken a look at these picks. I might have <laughs> I might have taken a look at these these J Law picks. And I you know I I, I, I you know, this this is where I might you know I'm not trying to go to jail. I saw. <laughs> A friend forwarded him to me. I didn't even look. A friend, I think you forwarded him to me. Maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> I clicked on my inbox and there she was. I would okay. never seek them out because that's that's illegal. For sure. For but sure. Uh, you know. Okay. So I'm just noting they, they were spectacular. First. <laughs> they were they were spectacular. I'm just saying. I just I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Alexis. Uh, you, she's. You gotta drop that. You gotta put that drop in for that. Oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I. You know. Listen. 
Okay, well, J-Law is beautiful. Let's leave it at that. So I'm glad they closed the loop. It's really scary, though, that the privacy issues because hackers stay like they're like steady trying to find a way to get into your stuff. And yeah. if you're a notable celebrity, they, you know, these are, these are, these are a bunch of dudes. Yeah. So it's like, it's always for the forces of finding nude pics. Yeah. You know? And they found them. The thing that's interesting too about the story is that a lot of the, a lot of content that's on your mobile devices clearly goes to, to iCloud. And, and most of us aren't aware of what, you know, content is actually going up there. Right. And so I think that's what's really sensitive because you could have like a document that has your social security on there that goes up there and you're not aware of it. And someone right. could hack into that, like change, take your whole identity and do stuff with it. So I think, I think definitely security messages, mess, mess, oh my God, security measures have to be right. in place to protect, you know, our information, especially if it's being shot up, sure. you know, to the someone's cloud. server. So, yeah. Well, what's also interesting about this, this is, you know, also an opportunity for like, you know, for Android and Google and Samsung to step up and be like, we don't see Apple. I thought Apple was we so great. Yeah, we don't have these yeah. problems. So it's just, I think it's also funny too that like, you know, for years, you know, the, the, the PCs and the PC world were the ones that were so susceptible to like, you know, hacking and, 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 and viruses, breaking down yeah. and viruses and all this other stuff. And Apple's, you know, edict was like, we're like, that doesn't happen with us. We don't have any viruses. We have nothing. They have and viruses. now, yeah. I know, but now as, as things have opened up and we're in the world of technology and iCloud and everything else, Apple's the one who has all yeah, these sort of problems. All this stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but it's also a market share thing. I mean, you know, the, uh, Apple's the biggest. So you want to try to, if you got to go for the giant, got to yeah. go for the giant. I think that because Samsung is, is in a galaxy. You're so sorry that no, <laughs> this guy, that no, I, I bet no, you, no, no one I, wants to I, hack it. I will make the bet right now. I bet you in the next three to four years, you're going to have a, a Samsung device okay. or, or an Android I'll, device. I'll take that. I bet you. I'll take that bet. I'll take that bet. Uh, we'll see. Uh, okay. So moving on. Um, so at Burning Man, which is uh, which is completed, and uh, and how was it, Akili? Oh, I, I wouldn't know, man. You didn't go? Nah. What? <laughs> Not, this, Not year. this year? No, oh, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, Burning Man, Burning Man just ended over the weekend, and uh, you know, I, for those of you who don't know, if you've been under a rock, Burning Man's a gigantic sort of arts and music festival that takes place in the the deepest, darkest corner of the Nevada desert, <laughs> and it is the uh, deepest, darkest. It is way out. Oh, I know, it's way it is out. Way it's way super remote. Super remote. Uh, and it's and they cap it at about seventy thousand people, and it's a big, gigantic sort of arts and music fest where there's no money and no system and everyone's out there for a week and yeah, camping camping yeah, and you exchange mind. goods which includes food yeah. and whatever else and fun whatever by it's it's a barter system yeah. and you kind of go out there and you and you it's a big artsy hippie culture so uh and then you know and then uh, it's culminated by this big giant uh you know they burn this giant man mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, it, 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 it's, 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 people really love it. And I actually, I'm, I'm just debating. I'm really think I'm, I'm about a year or two away from going. I might. Oh, I mean, I think you're late, to be honest I, with you. No, no. I mean, no, I think I might. No, just first, just for, do I want to come experience? I've been, I've been contemplating, is this something I want to experience? Yeah. For like the past, like, yeah, no, eight years. Okay, okay, okay. So I feel like that. I think I may, like, okay, you're, cl- you're close. I'm close. I got you. Maybe next year. Like, this is definitely something we need to be at without question. Yeah. Like now. Like, I know. Yeah. I know what I'm saying. I don't know why you weren't there. I mean, man, because <laughs> I mean, it's not. This is not Coachella. This is this nah. is a whole different ballgame. Yeah, but anyway, so um, the, the the interesting thing about this is now there's been a, a, a influx of 
tech, the, the, the tech presence is high there, which brings sort of these, these, because these art installations are getting more and more complicated. Yeah. The tech presence has come, which means a lot of the money has come. A lot of yeah. people who want to come to Burning Man, there's a bit of a culture clash between like the, the standard sort of artsy yeah, hippie. The, the purist. And, and then, the, and then like the tech guys who, yeah. there's these luxury packages where you can come in and pay <clears throat> 10 to $25,000, yeah. be flown in, driven out in an, an air conditioned vehicle to go to some crazy, you know, uh, 1400 square foot tent with air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. And, and literally be served steak tartare. Yeah, that's great. Not quite the Burning Man experience. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where I would be, though. But like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I would do it. But like, but that's not the experience. So, so the diehards are kind of upset about this, yeah. and maybe rightfully so. Um, but then the other folks are like, hey, man, it's we, we are people, too, I and mean, we're paying. I, I think that's it. I think, you know, these these uh, these tech giants, these CEOs, um, Silicon, Silicon Valley is the new Wall Street. So a lot of these art installations and artists need financing. Yeah. So why not marry the two? Yeah. Yeah. Guys with big pockets, with you know pure, pure art, artistry, sure. and so like bigger that would that would make bigger installations more uh, extravagant experiences. Yeah, and so I think that's kind of like where the 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 CEO and the management for Burning Man is going. Like they're thinking of of, of creating that marriage to to make it more uh, of a overall awesome experience. And I think so that they 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 were awesomer. Of, <laughs> awesomer is a great word. Um, they, say, <laughs> they 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 made it very clear that they don't really have a, a problem with this. I mean. It's kind of like I like I like you know basically saying I hear you hippies yeah. I'm a hippie too but you know it, this is this is for everyone yeah and uh, the other thing that's weird about it is is that the the, the exposure now is so high and the demand is so high mm-hmm. like they cap it at seventy thousand people and they're still like they're turning away like ten thousand people so. that's crazy so All in it's a like desert yeah they just remote want to park. be in the remote desert out you know yeah. You know, listening to music and, and, and taking substances and, you know, and doing and doing whatever they do out there. What, you know, stuff you do, Keely. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but no, so it, it's very interesting. So, we'll, you know, it's interesting to see how this plays out. I think um, hopefully, for my sake, by the time I go, this will still, the, the, the luxury packages will still be in place. I'll to be, be, honest, I'll be, I'll sure to be honest, I'll be one of those dudes. I would want to go before, you know, the luxury packages are, are instituted. I want to see it in its organic way. I, want, I mean, okay. I don't want to see it all gloss and gleaned. I want to see it, you know, stripped sure. down and rugged. Stripped I want down to be in a rugged. desert camping. No, you're going to be like the face paint on <laughs> exactly, one side. Yeah. Like, you're walking around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> staff. Staff. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. It's wild out there. So, um, and there's a great documentary too on, on, that's airing right now on, on Showtime that, that really is a very comprehensive documentary on, on, uh, I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's, it's called Burning Man, a something story. But it literally talks about the origins of Burning Man, has mm. all the principals who started it, talks about what it is, the organization, that really it's a, you know, it's a year round thing they're mm-hmm. planning for. They're actually built, they build a city, mm-hmm. essentially build a city and police and run a city every year. Yeah. And, you know, having 70,000 people out in the desert with no electricity, no, that's nothing, huge to pull off. You have to bring all yeah. that stuff there and have, and, and no police. No, no hospitals, no firemen. They got to bring all that stuff there. That's crazy. It's it's it's, it's an undertaking. So they're able to do that, and knowing and knowing everyone is everyone's on like you know, out of seventy thousand people, fifty thousand are on drugs. Man. So like that's a crazy. That, that, that's an experience. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm hoping that they'll franchise it. I'm hoping that they'll put it in different parts of the world. Yeah, versus oh, okay. just you know Nevada. That was like Burning Man Encino. Encino. <laughs> <laughs> At all places. Burning Man, <laughs> Pacoima. All right, so uh, let's let's move on. So um, the other thing is, we, we another one of our favorite topics that we can't get enough of is Oculus Rift, and and uh, it's just you know there's there's this real real crazy race happening right now, um, you know with Oculus versus um, 
the the uh, the PlayStation version, which uh, which was escaping me right now. Um, oh my gosh, uh, uh, I, I have it. My my computer died. I'm sorry, Laura, everyone. But anyway, uh, so Facebook has paid. So the question is: Is Facebook the fact that Facebook played? Um, Two billion dollars is it? Is this gamble right? And people are starting to say yes because, you know, the, the initial thought is that this technology is mostly about, um, is mostly about uh, video games, right. and we know good and well it's not. It's about these sort of immersive movie experiences. It's about these these uh, life experiences you have, and so the applications for Oculus Rift and what it means are far far beyond absolutely what the technology is for. for it's called Morpheus Project Morpheus. Morpheus, Morpheus, yeah. Morpheus. So <clears throat> this whole Morpheus Oculus battle <laughs> is the next PlayStation uh, Xbox, but on, on a higher level. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I don't know. What I are mean, your thoughts? I mean, we covered the story so many times. So but I think, I mean, and most people will argue that, you know, you know, the virtual reality stuff is just for video games. But I think, you know, you expand it out to everything, like just having experiences with sports or with other forms of entertainment. Like to, to we talked about, you know, your favorite artist doing a live performance and you put right. on the Oculus Rift and you're seeing the perspective of them performing from the stage versus yeah. the audience perspective. Like there's so many ways yeah. to do it. And like I think what's cool as as you use this this technology for movies, you could have alternate um, plot plot points in a movie sure. and you could choose as the viewer which one you explore right. now that's that's a crazy experience or, or merging merging movies and video games into one thing like you're able to play something and and then be able to just experience something all at the same time i think i think that's the future and it's just like that you know like the uh the thing we took place took took part in earlier in the year with uh, Aloe there. black yeah, oh, hey, you were there. I thought you were going to say Comic Con. No, no. <laughs> Earlier in the year with the, the Aloe Black, was that last year? Was that this year? No, that was the top of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah. with Aloe Black and Lincoln, where they had. Um, you know, one music video, yeah. multiple experiences. Yeah. So they shot multiple sort of like angles. And so as a user, I think it's still up. You can actually mm-hmm. check it out, mm-hmm. watch the Love is the Answer video, and then choose your own experience. Uh, and I think that's that's sort of the future. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's always a hard the technology to support that. Like you can do all that stuff, but everyone can't run that. Is a machine fast enough? Is it like the Wi-Fi fast enough? Yeah. It's like it's all that stuff. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's definitely interesting. And like the one of the owners for uh, Oculus Rift, which uh, it's cool article so i didn't know they were in irvine um but one of the owners developed like um an environment for his dad where he could watch a movie in a movie theater so he created the movie theater so his dad throws on the oculus rift and he's sitting in a movie theater watching you know an imax screen that's great at home yeah that's crazy that's cool that's cool because you still have the 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 feeling of a movie exactly sure theater owners hate that (laughs) you know but um that's that uh, so let's let's shift gears into some in some in some uh, in some pop culture, some nerd news here, because I want to talk about the sort of the winners and losers of 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 of, uh, of the summer uh, from pop from pop, in pop culture, and this is something that um, that it, Wired actually was was doing, and um, which I am now having a hard time finding. Um, so yeah, it talks about some of the winners, like you know, like, you know, uh, of and the losers, and some of the winners uh, obviously include um, Guardians, Gar- Guardians of, the of the Galaxy, which is which, which is which is the big big winner. Which I just I, did you see that yet? I have not seen that yet, man. What? Not not yet. Uh, Alexis, I know you saw it. It said uh, Ma- um, Mad Max was one. Well, yeah. So um, I, I, well, it was. I, I have him. I have him here. Actually, give me thirty seconds. Your, but your 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 best friend DJ Mustard, which yo, I'm I'm gonna get to that. Your ace in the hole. You know what? You're you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> you're joking about that. I want to get to that in a second. Uh, wait, Alexis, did you see? Did you see Guardians? I did, and it's. I saw it three times, and it's amazing. 
Three times in a theater? Wow. Did Oh wow! Okay, yeah, you got the whole the whole experience. experience. <laughs> well, I didn't. Awesome. I didn't. Um, I didn't see it uh, in IMAX. The only way I didn't see it. Um, I did, uh, but I, I did actually want to go back and see it in IMAX. I, I thought it was. I thought it was a phenomenal movie. Oh, that's cool. You're what, saying like it's a crop factor? Oh, what what did you? So wait, what, what so you do you prefer? What did you prefer the the regular the, the real D three D or, or the IMAX? Did you see it in real D or did you see it in some other busted three D? Real D is the only way to go. Okay, good. All right. Okay. So, Guardians of the Galaxy, one of my favorite movies of the year. I loved it. Uh, I can't wait for the sequels. It was fantastic. Akili, you need to really, really need to see this yeah, movie. Yeah, I need to be on that. Um, uh, but DJ Mustard is also one of the, one of the winners yeah. of the thing. And Isn't that like your brother? It's like, <laughs> I don't know why you're hating on Mustard. There's no hate. <laughs> I said this is your brother. How's that hate? So last year, the, the, the DJ Mustard, for those of you who don't know, is a is a is a hip hop producer, hip hop and R&B producer. He's responsible for tons of hits. He he his first he's first best known for uh, Achilles' favorite song, Rack City. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it. I don't hate. Now you hate. <laughs> no, I love Rack City. I, I love like okay. on a beat. I, okay. <laughs> I, I look. I'm not mad. So the, the the thing is, is that like they talk about how. Last year was all about Pharrell and and he you know and blurred lines and 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 Daft Punk and he was in and this year like he's got like five major hits. Why do you hate why do you hate DJ Mustard so much? No hate, it's no okay. hate. I mean, what's wrong? I, I mean, yeah, it's just not your it, not your fair. They're, they're hits because you know they're popularized, but I don't particularly right. think they're they're great songs. Yeah, I'm just being honest. Ooh, na, na. <laughs> Look what you done started. What? Yeah. Perf- performance? You, know, you gave me the whole you performance. Flip it up. <laughs> Every now and then. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Uh, so DJ Jesus Mustard. Also, uh, Eva Green. Eva, Eva or Ava Green? Eva Green? Ava. Alexis, do you know? Ava? Ava? Ava. It's Ava. Ava Green. Yeah, she's dope. I mean, we know. I mean, she's, she's sort of everywhere. We first, I mean, she was in this year at a big year, uh, 300 Rise of an Empire. She's, you know, uh, it was incredible in that. Uh, I didn't see that yet, mm-hmm. but I'm dying to see that. She's um, in Sin City. Sin City. Yeah. She's the dame to kill for. She's the dame. And she's in Penny Dreadful. For those of you who don't watch Penny Dreadful mm-hmm. on Showtime, she is Penny Dreadful. Uh, and she's probably most most known, too, for playing James Bond, uh woman who he's in love with in Casino Royale, who, spoiler alert, who dies very tragically at the end in that scene when she's looking at him in the water. She's incredible. So she's uh, she, she's in a big year. Yeah. Um, Max Max Mad Max Fury Road is something they said won the summer, which is funny because it's, it's the not trailer. Yeah, it's not the even trailer out. is. I'm so excited that that was probably the moment you know out of Comic Con everything else where you're like I can't wait for 2015 over Star Wars. There was nothing out about Star Wars yet in terms of like you know except for a cast announcement and everything else. But like yeah, that actual trailer, that extended trailer was probably the best thing I've seen. Wow. It, 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 it's it's 
It was is more exciting than the Avengers. I mean, I, this, that's wow. what's still on my mind. More exciting than the Avengers. Yes, it is to okay. me. Okay. Just in terms of just what I saw visually, and in, in terms of nerd factor of like, yes, you know, and then you know, since you know George Miller, and it, I, I can't wait. I mean, I think that says a lot that it's on a list and it's not out. That's huge. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I, and I, I, I co-signed it. I'm like, yep, exactly, because I wow. was very excited about it. Uh, talk about John Oliver, who's actually won the summer. His show is fantastic. If you haven't seen his show, uh, last week tonight on HBO, it's really good, really, really smart. It's on. It's kind of in the vein, somewhere between Bill Maher's show and 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 what the and what the Daily Show and and, and Colbert used to do. But he's super funny. But the the things he talks about and the way he's able to really blend in politics and solutions and and put shed light on things hmm. in a really funny way is incredible. And the way he handled things like Ferguson and he and he had a take on Ferguson. Well, it was more like you know his his comedic take was more of along like really sort of taking an aim at the people who were sort of like. First of all, he, he took really took a really hard aim at the cops themselves when it first came out. Where like they're kind of sort of bungling, like, well, they were doing their job and da da da. So he kind of like showed them and then had a comedic and also very pointed response, basically saying, "You guys are I can't repeat his language, but." And then uh, basically all, all the critics who were like, you know, well, you know, he was. You never know with these right, right, these right. these thugs or whatever. Like he showed those clips and then really, really went after it and then showed a bunch of history of why this is why this is an issue. He was just really great. I think what's dope about him is that because it's you know, it's it's HBO, like he doesn't have to really, you know, adhere to any corporate uh demands or whatever. Right. He's able to be more uh I don't know, controversial, or just more direct with you know some of his takes. He doesn't have to worry about offending you know a sponsor or whatever. Sure. So, so yeah, that was that was great. Um, and then uh, the, some of some of the losers. Uh, and also fall, fall TV. They like fall TV, you know, in, the, in, in that too. And then back in the winters because all the fall TV shows. And we just did a. By the way, we just I just did a fall TV preview show over on our sister station After Buzz. We previewed all the fall shows uh, and uh, for network and cable. So you want to check that out. Um, but, uh, yeah, the fall TV sh- season looks fantastic. So they said that's a big winner too, which is weird. Some of the losers, which I don't disagree, I don't agree with this one, is Godzilla. I, com- I completely agree with this. Man. One. <clears throat> I love Godzilla. Oh, no. Why is it a loser? Compa- what? Compared to everything else that came out, like Godzilla's not on the top of the list. Come on. I agree with you on that one. The- okay, but it came so out early. It-, it did $507 million worldwide. It's a hit, it was entertaining. That one was, yeah, that one was terrible. That that was that was the worst. I don't even get me started on that one. That one's terrible. I'm really angry about that. It ripped off Aliens. It ripped off Jurassic Park. It was like just terrible. Anyway, but wait, one more time, Akili. Why do you hate this movie so much? I didn't say I hated the movie. I said I, it deserves to be a loser. If you put it up against everything else, it's not a, it's not the stronger one by any means. Uh, they also said Edge of Tomorrow, which I also like, was sort of a yeah. Loser. I disagree with that one. Um, I mean, it, it just it just it got it just didn't do the didn't do the box office. So Man, it, I'm it, disappointed in that because that's a dope movie. It, it you know it, it was crit- it was very anticipated. It got like the it got very well reviewed. It was a very good movie, and yet it was kind of middling. I think they, they, a, some people say is this an indictment on Tom Cruise? Do people not want to see Tom Cruise? Man. Which, which I don't think is that. I you think don't? it's. No, I think it's more like last. I mean, what was it? Uh, was it Oblivion? That that bomb too. Well, Oblivion was sorry. That movie sucked. Okay, I mean it's visually good, but the movie was terrible. It had some had its moments. It definitely okay. had its moments. 
Oh, that's Achilles <laughs> movie there. No, not Achilles. at all. You were trying to... Re- no, I, I was talking about the technology. You, it's a tech show. Check well. the logs. It's a tech show as well. Can we check the it's logs? It's not just a geek show. <laughs> Alexis, <laughs> check the logs, too. please. I it's seen the remember- first time. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I seen to remember Keely was riding, riding hard for that movie. I was not riding hard. <laughs> check the logs, please. Bring it up. <laughs> all right. So... Uh, yeah, it's definitely better than After Earth, Alexa. I agree with you on that. Uh, but the, no, I think what I think the issue with this was is the is the first of all t- the, the the title was terrible. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the the Japanese the 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 version that it's made from the is it's it's called from a book. All, yeah. From a book, and it was called All You Need Is Kill. Also, Which means a, what? a horrible title. <laughs> all You Need Is Kill is terrible. But what they what they tried to rebrand this in in the DVD version, the Blu-ray, they they went to the Live Die Repeat. I think that's much that's better. much better, yeah. especially. But this, the marketing push didn't then. They, then wasn't successful at, put, at promoting that. Yeah, but what I think the biggest problem that this movie had is even though it's because people cry about we need an original story, we don't want we want something original. Well, this here you have an original story with original things. But what the what the uh, the trailer did for us is it made it feel like you've seen this before. Yeah, it is a weird thing. It's a weird thing where we have this sort of fatigue, like you know, alien being shot up with fatigue and robots and da da da. And even though like. It's like it's it's almost like three years too late. If that trailer came out three years ago, everybody's freaking out. But that's the thing. If, but if we've you, seen so much of that. Like you said, if you just go off the trailer, like it's not a good representation of the movie. Not at like, all. When I went into the theater to see it, I had I had no idea what I was gonna what I was gonna watch, and I was right. thoroughly surprised. Yeah, and, and impressed. Like it was a really good movie. Like, yeah. So I you know highly highly recommend that. So even though that, even though that, that is one of the losers. I uh we all recommend that movie. Uh another um one, another loser is um oh oh The Giver. That movie unfortunately was the highly anticipated that's up there that's how big of a loser it is. Oh, Alexis. I didn't know. I mean I liked the book growing up. I didn't realize Yeah. Exactly. It sounded like you were about to, you know, shed a tear off that one. No. <laughs> well, it does. Well, well, not only that, it, it came out two weeks ago, Alexis, so you can still catch it in theaters. Uh, but it stars Jeff, da- not Jeff Daniels, um, um, Jeff Bridges and, uh, and Meryl Streep. So this was like, and it's a, it's a, you know, a fantastic book. It's a, it's a, it's a hit book and highly anticipated book. The movie has, you know, two Oscar winners in the, in the, in the, in the title role. But the problem with this was a the movie wasn't that good, but b it suffers from this YA all this push of all these YA novels, these young adult novels that are coming out. I mean, no, b- between you know, obviously Harry Potter was the first of that crew, but like you know, um, Divergent. Yeah, well, the Hunger Games Hunger is like Games. Hunger Games is is blowing up. Is, is 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 obviously the biggest franchise next to Harry Potter. So then Divergent came out. Before that, you had people forget about you had Ender's Game that mm-hmm. came and went. They, they really spent a lot of money on Ender's Game and was hoping to make all. Those books, exactly. You that's, got a lot that's about a loser that. too. That was with Harrison Ford, and like yeah. that was like a big. That was a loser. I mean, it's it, a loser. It got it got well reviewed. It got it got really good reviews, and that was they would hope to make a bunch of those books. And I don't know they're gonna make. I don't know if they're gonna make that. Um, Divergent, which was highly anticipated. Did you see I, that? I love Divergent. I haven't. Ever, did Divergent. You, hear the first, you know, Lola was telling me she loved it. Divergent I, is dope. It's dope. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. See, I, and I'm, I'm watching the show. I watched like, it twice. You watched it twice? It's solid. And you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy? It's solid. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> I hacked into your phone to get the movie, Joe. <laughs> so I got to check out Divergent. And then they have Maze, Maze Runner's coming, which is another one they want to do. Maze Runner. Uh, that looks. 
Uh, all right. So by the time they got to the giver, and it's a, a couple of more like fresh faced white kids looking earnest, like in, in, in a dystopian future, it's like enough already. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. And unfortunately, apparently didn't do the book. The the uh, the book. Um, well, uh, also Godzilla sucks. Uh, oh, they, they, they talk about the internet, the internet gossip mill, and all the haters. Uh, basically, talking about you know um, all of the, of the you know the Jay Z Beyonce marital problems. Like every time there's a major event, there's a huge sort of internet gossip mill, negative gossip mill, talking about you know all the other stuff around that. So um, those the, those are all the losers. Man, I, I, I just glanced over and yeah. just saw that picture. It, it, it really shocked me. Ice tea, baby. <laughs> like, it really shocked me. This like, is Whoa. uh this is this is um and I'm 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 like I'm I apologize because my uh my, my, my phone's down here, my, my iPad's down. But uh so this is a picture, this is a, a photographer that's come that's come up and he's shot all these wonderful, wonderful pictures um from a very specific time in the early eighties of like uh a, a lot of skate guys, uh you know, the, the Z Town, Dog Boys, Z Boys and a lot of early hip hop and, yeah, and public specific, enemy. Specific, well, specifically in and around Los Angeles as well. Mm-hmm. And uh this is this is your boy Ice T. Now, I, I don't know if you can see this, but that is that this, that picture is amazing. Yeah, First of all, amazing. check out his pager, man. That that's no, a check gi- out, no, not, no, no. <laughs> check out the Adidas cut off shirt. The cut Tuck in I, to the <laughs> jeans above his waist. I have gangster. I have that shirt. I, I will still rock the cut off Adidas shirt, but I don't know. I'm about to tuck it in though. I'm about to tuck it in. That's you, Joe. Mesh hat and that's the perm, right? With the perm. Yeah. I mean, Ice T's not looking that's a super gangster right there, but I guess he was, this was at his height. This is, this is your era, though. Like, I mean, you should, like, is this is this is this accurate? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. yes this, is, this is my era. <laughs> and yes, I think it is accurate. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. So, um, there, but there's 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 some super iconic photos of of rappers and skate punks and. Um, and the guy's name who did this, and as my computer load, loads now, this is the worst podcast in history because I'm not informed. Um, Friedman, oh yes, Friedman. Uh, Glenn Friedman. Thank you. Sheesh. Uh, <laughs> Glenn Friedman uh, is, is is this guy, and uh, he's fantastic. But I think I think the, the the point of this is that he was able to document, you know. These guys in, early in their career, before they even had a career, when they were just doing it for the love and the show kind of like the, the essence of, right. of them before they blew up to become stars. Right. Versus now, like because of social media, like kids are, are, are branding themselves and packaging them, themselves because they want to be famous versus because they're doing it organically because they love hip hop or they love skateboarding or whatever the art form is. They're doing it because they're trying to make money from day one. Right. Versus these guys. This is what I do. Right. So that's a huge difference. I mean, he's he, he's that that pager man. It's like a Game Boy. <laughs> it's like it's insane. Okay, so um, moving on. So this is an interesting thing we talked about about uh, sci-fi. Like we have a lot of dystopian. Speaking of dystopian features, it feels like every other sci-fi movie, you know, every sci-fi movie now is, has this sort of dystopian future. From zombie movies to sci-fi movies, it's like the future sucks. Everything's horrible. This is where we're headed. Uh, get ready. And there's been one argument that sort of says that, like, well, it freaks us out. Maybe we shouldn't have it this way. But I think that there's this article saying that we need this more than ever because it, it, it frankly does, if, if nothing else, it keeps us 
aware, of course. you know, of, of, of what, and, and now these, these, these things are sort of based in sort of where we're headed from a, from an ecological standpoint, from a financial standpoint, from a, uh, you know, from a war standpoint. I mean, yeah. these are, these are, this is like the future extrapolated from where we are now. And it is, it is, it is in our culture. The, the more we see this stuff, the more may hopefully it, it reminds us that it'll, it'll help prevent us from going there. Or it could be prophetic. It, it'll, it'll, you know, propel us to get to it faster. I mean, I mean, what do you think about that? Do you think it's like a what's chicken egg? Because you like you okay, we we talk about this is what our future is going to look like, so we don't go there, or is it like this is what our future is going to look like, and we're sort of you know we're. Con- I mean, in my opinion, I think it's inevitable. I think um, the way things, the way the way this this world is is structured, I think there's going to be a lot of devastation. I think right. it's inevitable. Um, I think I think the the earth is going to heal itself. I think we've humans have pushed you know the environment. To it, it's extreme, right. um, and I think it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, we're gonna have karma for it. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that that maybe our uh, progeny will have to live in a, a society like this. Right. I I, I believe it. Hmm. What about you? Um, I mean, I I I think, I think the opposite. I think that, that I think that the more we talk about what is what 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 may or may not happen, helps us to to avoid. Um, Maybe going there in the future, and I, I I love these. I love the sci-fi dystopian future worlds. It's it's scary. It's interesting. I, I like it way better than the sort of the, or even even the dirty future, like 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 uh, like Blade Runner, you know, as opposed to this pristine future where everyone, everything's wonderful. So um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Um, we're, we're almost out of time, but I do want to you know I do want to touch on this uh, Nintendo thing. Actually, I don't know, Alexis. Are you what what, what, what what's your take here on this on this. Uh, on the on the on the DS, do you have any do you have any takes here? What about this notion of like it finally trying to woo hardcore gamers because Nintendo n- traditionally been like for kids or for people like for casual gamers. Right. I mean, I, I think right. I kind of disagree with that. I think it'll be fine, but I, I definitely think it, it, it's it has been plummeting. I think it will continue to plummet. I think, especially with you know the, the whole virtual reality stuff about the drop. Like, how are they going to keep up with you know kids that want to experience that too? Like, I, I just don't I don't see it being that much of an attractive thing to kids. Maybe the price point might be attractive because it's so low and cheap. But aside from that, I don't see anything that would that would draw people towards it. Okay. Well, I, I I've never been a Nintendo guy. Never? Never. Never been a Nintendo guy. Never. I was always Sega. What kind of geek are you, bro? I know I don't play I didn't and actually I I played a little Duck Hunt back in the day. A little Duck Hunt. I never played <laughs> I never played Mario brother. I never played Mario. Never. I was always like Sonic. Okay. I was either early on I was Sega, I was Sonic, I was Sega Genesis, so No st- no Street Fighter? Huh? No Street Fighter? Nah, man. Wow. I, Nah, I was I was I wasn't I wasn't my thing. wasn't wasn't my I wasn't with it. Uh, let's get right to sort of what we're geeking out on right now. Um, I got a couple things that I've that I'm geeking out on. Is uh, um, number one is I got I got to mention this man. I'm I'm late to the train on this as always, but I've been watching Naked and Afraid. 
Oh, get out of here, man. 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 Have you, have you, have you, no. You, you said you, you want to be on the show? Is that no. What I do not want to be on the show. Naked and Free, for those of you who don't know, is the latest in the survivalist thing. It's, it's in season three. It's on Discovery Channel. It's taking two survivalists, strip them butt buck ass naked and drop him in the middle of nothing. it's numb oh well i'm not i'm not trying to be titillating i'm not trying to go and see like some some you know so why are you watching it some breasts <laughs> why are you watching it, it? it's I, I like the survival stuff i like the survival stuff <laughs> there's tons of survival stuff all right but it's interesting okay. like that what the people are naked akili <laughs> for 21 days okay. out in the wilderness okay alexis you watch the show i do, I do. okay do you like it yeah. see <laughs> it's good yeah, I, I prefer the new bear grill show Oh, that's pretty good too. No, that's that's good. The celebrity one when he yeah. when he takes celebrity, that's, yeah, that's dope. It, it's very good. But I'm telling you, and it's NBC. They're spending a lot of money on it. It's like yeah. a ton of helicopter shots yeah, and yeah, crazy yeah. like you know production yeah. value. So it's different from his shows that are usually on cable, which are also good. But you know, you can see that they're spending money on this one. It's Word. like NBC money. Um, but I do like, but I do like Naked and Afraid. I, re- I highly recommend it. You know, check it out on Discovery <laughs> Channel. Other thing I'm, I'm very got on. You said you're on episode eight. <laughs> Yo, I, I I I watched like f- three in a row the other day. No, I, I, I mean, felt like, like I, you're starring on episode. Oh, eight. maybe. <laughs> I get on there. You know, shoot, I, I I'm just afraid. That <laughs> uh, another thing I'm geeking out is is I you know on this big run of, of back in comic books and I went and I bought this. I bought Grayson, which is something I'm loving. It's it's it's, it's on the new. It's, it's part of DC's New 52, which is, you know, which DC Comics last year or the year before decided to say they'll, they're going to relaunch a lot of their characters with new origin stories and kind of everything else and sort of reintroduce all these DC characters to Fine. a whole new generation. So from Superman, so it's like Superman number one, Batman number one, Wonder Woman number one, Aquaman number one. So all these titles, all the regular people. And then also they're reinventing some people. So Grayson, uh, is Dick Grayson, who is Robin. And so the the story, you know, so it, it it sort of chronicles him as for from Robin as you know, as, you know, as a as a flying Grayson becoming Robin and adopted, and then from Robin, if, if you follow the comic books, you know, he became Nightwing hmm. and was with the Teen Titans and was Nightwing, which is sort of a Batman protege. He was that for a while. Uh, in the comic books, he died, but now is is sort of back and reborn as Grayson. Who is Dick Grayson, a spy? And so he's shed the Nightwing moniker and decided to, he's working for this organization as a spy. It's a really cool sort of way to to preserve that Dick Grayson character who has always sort of been in Batman's shadow. He's like a Batman Junior. I love the idea of like what happens when Robin grows up. He can't be Robin forever. Right. So when Robin <laughs> grows up, he was Nightwing, and it's like okay, he he can't be Nightwing forever. And now like the, this is presumably a guy in his thirties, you know, and and he's he's Grayson, and it's. Excellent. Stunt. I really love it. So Stunt. I highly recommend Grayson. What do you got? Anything else? Man, I'm geeking out on the new Canon 7XR. <laughs> oh, you're in cameras now. <laughs> no, man. No? I got nothing. The CS300? <laughs> Canon CS300? Man, it's on sale, too. Oh, really? For wow. how much? What's what's that going for? My, well, we could talk about that offline. <laughs> the, the Canon, it's on sale for a cool what twenty grand? Yeah. Okay, good. I was I was actually just making up numbers. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'll run out and buy that right now. Um, well, well, that, that's all we got. I think next week we're going to get into um, you know, when talking about our, our our good friend Nick Cannon and his uh, product, the, the incredible tablet, and that's. Out and uh, we you know we talked to him. At, we talked to Nick in in CES in, in January. January, and we said he'd come back on a program to talk about that when it's out. And so I think maybe next week we're gonna try to reach out to the, the Nick Cannon camp and get uh, and talk about the incredible tablet. So we'll look for that next week. But in the meantime, uh, Keely, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Akili Shine, A K I L I S H I N E. And where can we find you, Brad? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Joe K Braswell, uh, and. Uh, 
in coming up on After Buzz with the Blacklist and some other stuff as well. But we have our fall TV preview that's up right now. Please check that out. Uh, that's it for next time. For Keely Shine, I'm Joe Braswell. And for Alexis, too. Uh, that's Geek Nerd Tech. We'll see you next week. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Christian, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.